0: Hello and welcome to Rockets Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. I'm Simone de Rochefort, supervising video producer at Polygon, and I'm here today with Brianna Wu, executive director at Rebellion Pack and special projects director at Progressive Victory, as well as Christina Warren, senior developer advocate at GitHub. And this is episode 469. <laughs>
1: Nice. I love it. Nice. Love nice, it. nice. Nice. So,
2: nice. Nice. Uh, before we get into it, I had a bunch of listeners uh, write me. They're like, uh, Brianna, why uh, are you mad at Christina and Simone? You didn't say anything last week when uh, we kind of announced the end of the show. And the, the, the truth is, uh, we edited out the part of that because I started crying. Um, I'm really upset about the end of the show, actually. Um, I wanted to get into just a little bit more this week about kind of where we are, uh, where we are. Um, you know, just speaking really honestly, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you can see that, uh, you know, ads have become less and less on Rocket. Um, you know, this is the podcast market uh, as an aggregate. Uh, you know, as Spotify has taken over, um, I know this because I do political advertising, right? We want more data. We want more targeting. And, you know, something like a podcast, you know, RSS feed, it is really, really difficult to know who is listening. You have to kind of cast very, very wide. Um, so, you know, just being honest, the, the money that the show is making has dropped precipitously in the last year. And you know, for me, I have massive, massive projects that I'm working on. Same thing with Christina and Simone. And it's just, it's really, really hard to justify it at this point. So um, my heart is broken with all of this. I feel like I'm losing two friends I care deeply about. Um, so, yeah, I wish I'd not been able, I wish I could have expressed that last week.
0: Oh, I'm glad that you got a chance to say like how you're feeling. And I'm sure people understand that it's emotional, and yeah. you you're saying how you feel now, and they're hopefully
1: <laughs> hopefully
0: between this week and last week, they're not like I'm tuning the frick out, uh, so they're gonna hear <laughs> yes. you, and yeah, thank you yeah. for saying that, and
1: yeah, and and next 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 week, which will be our 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 farewell, um, there will I I can speak for me, I know definitively there will be crying, so. Yeah. Um, because oh. this, this is hard on all of us, but but we're um we're grateful for all the time that we've had yeah. and I'm glad you were able to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bree. Um but hey, it's episode four sixty nine. Yeah. All right, this is the nice episode. Four sixty-nine, you guys. Come on. We we gotta we gotta go out big on uh on 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 this one because there are only so many sixty-nine episodes that we can have. That's true. I guess this is our f- is that our fifth technically? Uh, yeah. Trying to do math because there'd be the ring. This is our fourth. fourth.
0: Okay, that's how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all these years, and I haven't become better at math. All right, we got a big show for you today. We're going to be talking about uh, the hack of Insomniac Games, which has been a huge topic in the games industry just this week. Um, and then we are going to be talking about Apple's latest kerfuffle with the International Trade Commission. Hmm, maybe one that. Apple won't be able to wiggle out of anytime soon. We'll find out. And then we'll be talking in our bonus segment for premium subscribers who get an ad-free show and a bonus segment every week. We're going to be talking about the EU's new laws on porn websites and how they're affecting them and what is a, what is a VLOP? What's a VLOP? (laughs) We're going to tell you in that bonus segment at the end of the show. So if you're interested in learning how you can access a bonus segment uh, and a, um, ad-free show every week. Go to relay.fm slash membership. You can do that for exactly one more week. I will say, I I think we talked about this, but I, yeah, I talked about this last week, but people who are boosties, you'll still have access to that whole feed. So, Hey, listen, if you want it, (laughs) go and get it. All right, let's get into the show. So before, I'm sorry to interrupt the show
2: one more time, Uh, I have to talk to you about this, Christina. Uh, Christina offline has been advising me of her credit card scam to get Uh access to... Uh, The Delta Sky Lounge. Uh, Christy, Uh you talked me into dropping JetBlue and going Delta. That was a good call. And you talked me into doing your credit card scam to get Wall Street Journal paid for and Netflix paid for for free and get access Uh to the Delta Sky Lounge for free. And holy crap. (laughs) Holy crap, I did this for the first time yesterday. And it's like, no, I'm not downstairs waiting for my plane with those peons down there. I'm (laughs) upstairs in the Sky Lounge shoving my face full of free cupcakes and having a lovely dining room and ultra fast Wi-Fi. I can download anything I want on. And the most like it is it is like a palace in the middle of the airport, So thank you, Christina. <laughs> they're friends, and they're friends who teach you credit card scams. And thank you, that was so good.
1: I'm so glad. I'm so glad uh, to, to know that you're you're taking advantage of it. And and um, anybody else out there? Like, I got really deep into the the credit card game a few years ago, uh, which had always been a thing I'd been very opposed to. I was like, I don't need more credit cards. Now I'm like, oh well, I'm just going to pay it off anyway. So yeah. screw it. Yes, I, I I want all the perks. Yeah, um, there are going to be some changes—not next year, but in 2025—that Delta. Well, I'm hoping they'll roll back. Whatever. Anyway, really Delta's nice. making changes to their to their um, program. But for 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 the interim, the Delta—not the Delta—the uh, uh, American Express Platinum Card. Uh, if you travel a lot um, on Delta, is a great card. If you use if you if you use other airlines, that the Chase Sapphire Reserve might be better. But the 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 Delta Platinum Card, as Brie alluded to, or not Delta Platinum Card, but the American Express Platinum Card gives you free access to the Sky Lounge, other lounges too, uh, the Centurion Lounge. If you're at an airport with those, and those are really nice, and you can get your Wall Street Journal and um, like your your Hulu and other things paid for. So can I just
2: say how satisfying it is? Like you check into the hotel and they're like, "Oh, your card, Miss Wu," and you're like, "Boom! This metal (laughs) heavy." really nice thing like oh i'm i'm special this is not bank of america time anymore right is, right you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah. You're like, look at me! I'm, I, 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 I had a, a decent enough credit card score to 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 pay a seven hundred dollar annual fee for this card. Take it. No, but genuinely, if you use it right, you will get more than like what the yes what the cost of the card is. Yeah, like you actually will. It's so. great.
2: I log in. I love logging into that reward center. Going,
1: hmm, I can take this trip out of town this weekend,
2: and it will be free if I do it here. No, that's great. That's great.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's so dangerous for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Simone. Hey, speaking of danger, the hacker group Reseda has dumped 1.67 terabytes of data from Insomniac Games online after a successful hack on December 12th and a failed ransom demand. Um, yeah, they did not pay the ransom that they were asked for, um, and the group uh, responded by. Uh, fulfilling its threats. Among the information leaked uh, includes files regarding unreleased games, but also employee personnel files, company documents, and screenshots from Slack logs. Some files were retained and apparently, according to CyberDaily, sold. Among the personal data leaked are apparently the contents of some employee computers, as well as HR documents and possibly passport images, again, according to CyberDaily, who was corresponded with the hacker group. Uh, On the game side, a truly staggering amount of info was leaked, including information on deals that Insomniac has with Marvel for publishing games related to Marvel's IP, uh, budgets and strategy documents for Sony uh, for unannounced games from Insomniac and other Sony studios, and a release calendar that stretches to 2035. uh, and also just everything about the upcoming Wolverine game, um... As Ash Parrish notes over at The Verge, this has not been the first time that Sony has been affected by hacks, Sony or a Sony company (laughs) has been affected by hacks ever, or this year even, because 6,800 current and former employees had data stolen in this year's Move It hacks. And of course, we all remember and covered on this show a much funnier and seemingly lower stakes version of this happening in 2014 when Sony Pictures was hacked, revealing truly incredible emails about the magic of movie making. Um, But this one is much more serious, I think, for for a lot of the just rank and file developers who work at uh, Insomniac Games and Sony. Um, And it has been a very, very hot topic on social media over the last day. End of intro. Oh, gosh, Brianna, I know you as a a games person. uh, What was your initial reaction to hearing about this, the, the release of all these documents?
2: Well, I was sad. Um, We didn't talk about Morning Show Season 3 yet on Rocket. So good. Um, Excellent. And, you know, a lot of that uh, season is about the damage that this is causing the people um, in a situation very similar to this. I think there's a real tendency to treat these things as entertainment and not having, you know, people's life work. And, you know, their privacy and uh, their projects that they're, they're working on uh, destroyed. And um, I've been extremely appreciative of how the game industry has covered this, you know, I'm finally starting to kind of think of this as, um, you know, not fun, but a crime and a violation of privacy. Right. Um, I think that's absolutely the right way to go. And I've, I've seen chatter online from people saying that, oh, it's because it's insomniac and they're getting a special deal. Um, and I think that's somewhat true. But uh, what I want is for us to carry this standard to everyone in the industry, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I think this is a difficult situation because there's real news value in um, some of this stuff um like it's just factually there is and so but but it is also i think a like, kind of a difficult line to like look at it like okay where, are we're how much do you cover how much do you not um and um but to your point this is this is not like a unique thing this is something that um is is happening um in a lot of different industries uh i do wonder though i have to like ask like obviously this is a subsidiary so they have all different it systems i know this from working uh, you know, at companies that are owned by other companies. I don't understand though how Sony has had this much of a of a like they have a, they have massive IT security problems. They absolutely do. It's ridiculous at this point, I it think. Is. I do too. Like if like, if I'm an employee at Sony, like I'm actually a little bit You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, why have you, after the Sony Pictures hack, after the PlayStation hack a decade ago, after, you know, the multiple uh, uh, hacks like this year, like, why are they not investing much, much more into making sure that their data is not going to be slurped up like this? Like,
0: well, this is the thing. So also from the Verge piece, um, they, Ash mentioned that last month, I think The DOJ had issued a cybersecurity alert saying that the hacker group was using VPNs to connect Mm -hmm. to companies that had, A, compromised credentials, and B, didn't use multi-factor authentication. And that makes me really mad on behalf of everyone who works for Sony. Um, I don't know if Insomniac Games would be – if that would be the case for Insomniac Games. I guess – I mean, I'm sure that there would be a way in if they got into some other part of Sony – um, just because I would hope that a game company would be a, a little bit better about that, but I mean, then again, mm-hmm. Polygon mm-hmm. didn't start mm-hmm. using uh, multi-factor until just a few years ago. Um, so,
1: well, and multi-factor unfortunately is not always enough. Um, Octa, uh, who is like one of the leading, you know, providers of of security stuff, they were hacked. True, and a lot yeah. of their customers were impacted. And it was actually funny. I took. I honestly think that this was real growth and adultness on my part. When I was at uh, AWS reInvent, I walked past the Octa booth and I did not go up to them and I did not say, so you leaked my data. Uh-huh. Um, the day after their, their, third data hack happened, I, I, I held off from doing that, which I think shows real restraint and maturity on my part. And I think I should be applauded for it. Wow. Um, but, 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 but now I'm sharing, you know, what I wish I had said on the show. Um, no, I don't wish I would said that the, the, the people at that booth had no control over any of that. That would have been mean. But my, my point being like the, the Octa hack that happened recently, I mean, that their data was the- probably
0: leaked too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, it was. And, and yes, well, some of it was, but I mean, so was my data. So I'm, well, I mean, I'm no, the salty. people who worked at Okta at probably Okta. also use Okta as their Potent- Potentially it, w- it was complicated. It wasn't like the whole thing, but they were able to get some information from some companies. Sure. Mine was amongst them. So I'm a little salty about that. Um, but you know, it just means that even if you're doing all the right things, there can still be more that can go wrong, but it For sure, appears, I'm more hung up on the use of companies that did not use MFA, as oh, mentioned I mean, I in the DOJ alert. <laughs> oh, no, no. And, and I agree with that. I'm just saying, even when you do the right things, it can still go wrong, which to me underscores why it's important that, like, especially as a multi-conglomerate, like, you should have a real policy around this, if if only even in your games division. Because, again, this is like, this happens all the time, Sony. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, we don't see this with with any other, like, giant studios. Like, EA isn't getting hacked all the time. Yeah. Like, And I I think so they had the hacker group had released a statement, I think, again,
0: to Cyber Daily, seems to be the only source that they're talking to, um, just saying, like, yeah, we did it for the money and we did it because, like, it's often easier with companies like this. Um, I believe that that was the the phrasing of it. I'll double check that. But it's it just um, I mean, it's reassuring, I guess, to know that it's just a pure financial crime, but that doesn't make it better, obviously, for the employees who, like, have, you know, HR information potentially released, conversations, Um, pretty worried about that passport situation. I hope they can track down if that happened and whose passports were uh, part of that. And by they, I mean the Sony, the company that should be taking responsibility for the safety of its employees and not people who are, you know, data mining the... 1.67 terabytes of stuff that was dropped on the internet um yeah yeah it's frustrating um yeah and to your point like i remember when i was working at uh pixelkin we went through a situation which i don't know is if it's indicative of sony as a whole but where my friend's account basically just got hijacked and sony's answer to that was yeah you're just gonna like wait a year and then we'll be able to reset it for you. And it's like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> Are you serious? So I cannot set like the primary. We can't set the PS4 that this person uses as their primary because somebody has decided to log in, make a different PS4 the primary. And now we just cannot. We, there's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing That's you can do. Nuts. You can just wait a
1: year. You yeah. can just wait a year. I mean, what kind of. An- it's so, it's so messed up. And it's, it's funny. We're not talking about the, uh, we'll talk about a different FTC case, but we're not talking about the, um, um, like a uh, end of the Figma Adobe deal this week but it but it's just sort of interesting i mean like we can regulate like all kinds of things but we can't like you know like like companies can do all those sorts of stuff but they can't you know like actually make it possible so that you know you can have an account like unreset or something mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's just it's so dumb that the sorts of things that we will you know fight tooth and nail uh for consumer rights on but then stuff like that for whatever reason just like i don't know I found the quote that I was looking for, yes. uh,
0: so I'll they'll read this from Polygon. Rizida's spoke pers- spokesperson told Cyberdaily the motive for the hack was purely financial. They described game developers like Insomniac as an, quote-unquote, easy target, and the hack is fairly simple, taking the team, quote-unquote, 20 to 25 minutes to get to the domain administrator. Um, so, I, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. It could just be a, a brag, but it's... Uh, it could, it's, but mm. the,
1: the fact is they got in and... Um, you know, I just don't understand again, like if your, your company, um, as large as Sony and not even talking. and, and like, let's just focus in on the PlayStation division. We're not even going to talk about the rest of the company at all. Just focus on the PlayStation division and all of those subsidiaries. How are you not doing audits like of all of your systems for yourself and your subsidiaries? Why, nope. why is that not happening? Why, why is this continuing to be a problem? And why are you continuing to frankly be really lax? I mean, to me, I would actually put this up there with when you are trying to acquire studios and other mm. things like that should be part of your due diligence. What is their security, you know, footprint? What what are they doing? How can we integrate those things better with our systems? And it just seems like that's not anything they care about because if it was, then I this wouldn't keep happening. Like this this would not be a thing that happens like every year where there's some sort yeah. of leak you know i mean like the nintendo leak which i think is probably the most recent one that would have been similar in size i mean that was devastating for a lot of reasons and there was a lot of older stuff that came out of that but that was also sort of an anomaly like say what you will about nintendo um they don't get hacked that often um, mm-hmm. and, which is um, hilarious. Which is which hilarious. Is hilarious.
2: They're the worst by a large yes. margin at everything they do. That's
0: funny.
1: I was going to say, well, I was well, going to say genuine...
2: cybersecurity or, you know, what I well, mean, services
1: everything online, online yeah. related. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. online. I was, I was going to say, you're literally talking about a company who like has the worst online presence in the world. And yet they seem to be much better about at least keeping their i mean maybe their systems are so old that no one knows how to break into them <laughs> i don't know that, I mean, maybe right but like whatever it is like it works more than what sony does and and uh you know look um the microsoft and xbox and those things have, have been imperfect for sure but i do know from like firsthand experience like there are at least whole teams dedicated to making those things as secure as possible are they perfect absolutely not um, and, and look, sometimes Microsoft's own lawyers wind up. Be, those are the ones who actually wind up uploading all of the secrets and, and the the plans for the future. They just upload them in open court. because they, 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 they do the wrong files, you know, uh, when, when it, during during a, a, a hearing over over an acquisition. That's what happens with Microsoft. That's a completely unforced error. But I don't know. It's just it's frustrating. It's like I, if you're if you work at Insomniac, I mean, I would be so. <laughs> Be like, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Are, are you guys like are you guys gonna give me a bonus this year? Probably not. Like what are you gonna like what are you gonna do? Like At least I didn't pay for it. Uh any final thoughts on the uh
0: insomnia cack? Non entertainment. Alright, it's an oopsies for Apple. The Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 have been pulled from Apple's online store after Apple failed to wiggle out of a U.S. International Trade Commission ruling that Apple had infringed on patents from Massimo, a medical device maker. The dispute between the two companies is over blood oxygen saturation saturation monitoring, uh, specifically the sensor that Apple uses to do that in the Apple Watch. Apparently, 10 years ago, several Massimo engineers and the company's chief medical officer began working at Apple after Apple had contacted Massimo about a potential partnership specifically for technology, because Massimo is working on technology like this. In 2020, the Apple Watch Series 6 featured blood oxygen monitoring for the first time. That same year, Massimo filed its first lawsuit alleging infringement on 10 patents and theft of trade secrets. Lawsuits between the two companies have bounced back and forth between uh, the ITC as well as U.S. District Courts in California. Um, Apple was like, hey, no, and countersued. Uh, But in January 2023, the ITC case was ruled in favor of Massimo. An import ban was issued in October of this year to go into effect, uh, December 26, I believe. Um, so, and everyone in the interim time, everyone was like, "Well, this has happened before, so maybe like Apple will find a way out of this one." Like, they they, they can't possibly like they're not going to like be subjected to it, right?
1: <laughs> right, uh, right. Per-
0: unless something pretty drastic happens. They will be subjected to it. Uh, there is a possibility, however small, that Biden or the U.S. trade representative could veto the ban before it goes into effect on the 26th. Super, super duper unlikely, although it's happened before. Uh, Apple can and will appeal, but that process will take over a year. Um, extremely of note, this does affect the U.S. market uh, and not Apple sales of the watch abroad. Um Alternately, Apple could also use a firmware update to disable the blood oxygen monitoring in Series 9 in the U.S. Um, Or they could try to license the technology from Massimo, but the two companies seem to despise each other. Uh, No one is quite sure right now what will happen. And of course, it is (laughs) probably the worst time for this to happen for the poor (laughs) freaking Apple employees. It's the week before Christmas right it's awful, and nobody is happy about this um but it it is a it is a pretty big deal for something for a ruling like this to to affect a company um uh, as big a company as apple uh like everyone said they usually wiggle out of things like this but this time it seems to be sticking for now ah christina what 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 was your initial reaction to uh this news
1: well i mean i was i was shocked i mean kind of as you said because this has been look this has been ongoing for a long time um and in almost all cases like this, uh, you know, typically this has happened with other Apple products in the past where like, oh, you know, might be at risk of this and this and this because of this patent. Um, and they never happens. And, and so the fact that this could potentially, um, be a thing, I mean, this does seem to be very, very likely. I mean, they're, they've preemptively pulled them from stores. Um, uh, and, uh, they're not, they're not shipping them in anymore. Um, as you said, there could still be kind of like a last-minute reprieve, and maybe that will happen. Um, and and if it does, I think that will be kind of hilarious. It'll be like, well, yes, if you are this large, then you get special treatment. And you know, maybe there's <laughs> no some fairness No one will be happy that. about that. No one will be happy about that. Although at the same time, again, like I said, maybe there is a certain amount of it's like, okay, this affects more than just this or that. Maybe there should be at least a stay on this until this decision is definitively decided one way or another. Um, but no, shock was kind of my first thing. And then my secondary thing was like, okay, so what are they going to do? Because the way that the patent works, it's not just a matter of them being able to like change the software a little bit. Like they would have to make some substantial changes to their method of of doing what they're doing mm-hmm. um, to, to, to get around this, which is going to take some engineering time. Now, I would hope, and, and I would be very surprised if this were not already the case, but I would hope that this was something that Apple had been working on. I would think, for maybe a few years, right? Like, how can Mm -hmm. we get around this system so we don't violate this specific patent and we can achieve the same thing? And so, ideally, the next year's watches won't have this issue at all. But in the interim, it does open up an interesting question, which is, well, what do you do? Because you can sell these, as you said, in the rest of the world with this. So what do you do in the U.S.? Do you just nerf the feature? How do you sell that? Do Do you lower the price? Like, what do you do around that? And then it also, I think, opens up a question, which is like, you know like do, do you pull it off the market like it's just it's it's a it's a hard thing to do um and then this is a, a category which it makes a lot of money for apple um where apple is the undisputed leader in the category it it's a i don't know i i don't see them keeping this off the market long term but at the same time i also think they're going to have a real challenge like how do you convince people to buy the nerfed version of the apple watch you know
0: the uh, the piece I read on The Verge was implying that this is maybe not the feature that is like selling the watch. Absolutely, like that the people. Oh, it's not. Yeah, like people might not take this as a oh, I don't want that now. Um, unless, but there there is the problem that she mentioned that. Um, or I'm sorry, I don't know who the pe- wrote the piece actually. Victoria. Yeah. If uh, Apple is working on sleep apnea monitoring that could yes. have huge that, that could implications for what happens yeah. with this patent. Uh, sorry, Brianna, we didn't get to your initial thoughts on this. What do you think no, about it's it? it's fine. It's
2: fine. I, I was really stunned by the line in the piece saying uh, they had not even started to try to negotiate the patents on this. You know, this is what Frank does for a living. And I've been around enough patent law types at this point to know these are aggressive lawyers, Um, you know, uh, I think there are a lot of situations like I work with lawyers, I I follow my lawyer's advice, but it's also true that they tend to, um, they tend to be really, really zealous in ways that doesn't Mm -hmm. always, um, you go into law because you like to fight (laughs) and you like to win. And it's my experience that sometimes people in law can want to win so much that they uh, cause crises like this. Um, I've definitely had that happen to me professionally. So um, what I think, uh, it just really struck out to me that no one had ever really sat down with them and tried to hammer out a negotiation fee. So um, obviously do that today Get on it. That's kind of important. <laughs> See if you can just like work your way around the patents here, or buy the company. Even that's for starters. And then after that, uh, you know, I also think this is going to be I mean, if you uh there's going to be a huge black market <laughs> of these from America that get sent out all around the world. Um, I don't know if y'all use the blood. Uh, I think the opposite of that, right? It would be the yeah, ones right. from around
0: the world sent here, because I think we're the ones Sorry, that can't buy I miss, it. I miss, no, it's read. okay. Yeah.
2: Apologies there's going to be a huge uh, you know, black market for those because, like, this is a feature I depend on. Um, you know, it, it's useful. Like, when I was worried I had COVID, I uh, was definitely checking that, right? Mm. As I was recovering from COVID, it was really, really reassuring to go, okay, my blood, blood oxygen was 90% yesterday. Today, it's back up to 95 So So um, I just, I think that there are people that... Uh, You know, sometimes Apple makes features, that you get it, it's not that big a deal, like 3D touch, you miss it, you don't miss it when it's gone. This is not this. This is a Mm -hmm. core function of the Apple Watch and uh, I just flat out would not buy an Apple Watch without this.
1: Yeah, I think that I think that for and, and I think for people like you, Brie, you're dead on. This is a core feature. Um, I, I I think for the Apple Watch Ultra, this is actually a core feature, um, especially because if you look at who that audience is, you're mm-hmm. talking about people who they need this feature. This has been a feature that has been in other uh, fitness watches for a long time and and that they want. I think for regular users, although I agree with Victoria in The Verge, you know, that, that it's not like this is the standout thing. I still wonder, like, to your point, Bree, if they're not already on the phone negotiating, um and I think that was why I, I didn't even consider that a possibility. Cause I was like, they haven't talked to them. They refuse to talk. Apple doesn't like to negotiate at all. Um, maybe they will finally get on the phone now and be like, okay, what do we need to do? But I but I could also see them being petty and refusing because they're Apple. So I mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think but but to your point about like normal people f- for this feature, the sleep aspect is something that I know a lot of people buy an Apple Watch for. Yep. And the sleep tracking is one of the things that is controlled by this feature. And so now I don't typically sleep with my Apple watch because the battery life is not great. And so I then have to like wake up and then like put it back on the charger and then remember to put it back on. And it's a whole thing. But when I do, I do enjoy, you know, the, the output that it gives me. So the, I don't know. this is hard. I I'm with you. I mean, I, I look, they should have already been in settlement talks. They should have already figured things out. I think, uh, and the likelihood of them buying the company is probably non existent because if that was going to be the case, they would have done that ten years ago. Um, uh, and and now I almost feel like they'd be Apple feels like the sort of company to me they'd be like petty enough to be like, absolutely not. We're not rewarding you for making our lives difficult. But at the same time, that would be the easiest way to come you know, to, to solve this would just be like, okay, just sign a, a patent agreement. You've lost, just admit it, move on. Um, that's the best consumer move, but we'll see. It's just uh that the timing of this couldn't be worse for the holiday season, um, you know, employees trying to do things. But also, um, if you if you have an Apple Watch already, yay. Like, yeah, yeah, good you, for you. You, you're like, hey, you know, because it's not like they can do anything to to, to nerf it. So <laughs> they're going to yeah. come to our houses and take away our Apple
0: Watch Series 9s. <laughs>
2: Can I, before we move on, can I just, I don't think, so my husband has the Apple Watch Ultra and he's not out there like climbing mountains or going on four day Ironmans or or anything like that. He likes it because it's a big watch. He thinks it's masculine. And I don't think he's the only person that owns. Oh, I'm Trump sure he's not. Reason.
1: <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm sure he's not. I'm just saying the way they market that watch, like the fair, the, the way, fair, fair. It, it, like 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 that watch is very much targeted towards a certain demographic. I'm sure they are not the only people who buy it. I think that there are a lot of people like Frank who are like, I just want the biggest blingiest watch I can get.
0: Yeah, yeah. and people, and always, those people me, might like, not care me, if they have to do a firmware update oh, they to def- turn off the.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Well, yeah. And I'm, I'm one of those, you know, people who like people like, why don't you have the Apple Watch Ultra? You have everything else. And I'm like, because it's huge and not a good way on my wrist. I have baby wrists and (laughs) bridge that you cannot cross. (laughs) No, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to like look ugly. I'm not going to have like bad fashion sense just so I can have like the blingiest Apple products. Sorry, guys. Mm. Um, not, not doing that, but, um, but yeah, I think you're right. That's a good point. Plenty of people don't care about that. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that the the demographic that they target it towards is definitely people who are like, like, it, to me, it's just, it's hard for you to, like, make the argument to say you have to spend this much money on a watch if it lacks this feature. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's the thing that I don't know how they position that. Like, if they come back and they're like, yeah, you can have it on the market, but there has to be an asterisk in these features we've been touting for X number of years, because I think going back to the Apple Watch 6, it has this feature. Um like, what are you, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, like some consumers might not know, but I think there are other consumers who are going to be like, wait, why am I paying the same amount of money for something that if I buy this in Canada, it's fine. But if I buy this in the United States, like I lose a feature. Like that's, that that's a hard thing to sell too. Yeah,
2: 100%. No, it was, uh, like, I was on the Rise of the Resistance ride at Disney World, and this guy gets on, like, right next to Frank. Frank looks at his watch. He's like,
0: that's big. That's awesome. (laughs) And I'm
2: like, well, that just cost me
0: $800. No. (laughs) Thanks, guy at Disney World. Oh, my God. All right. uh, Final topic of the day for dessert Disgraced politician George Santos uh, made an appearance on Zoe's YouTube channel to be <laughs> interviewed yes! um, oh by possibly God. the only person who is allowed to platform George Santos. Mm-hmm. Um, this and I, I, I don't even know where to start with describing this interview because it was it's the so weirdest, good. most surreal thing that I have ever watched. And that man is is very, very frightening to me. <laughs> God, he got elected. He got elected. He got I mean, elected.
2: He he's such a liar. He was a messy, b- but we like, did indeed. Wow.
1: <laughs> but, but messy like <sighs> like m e s s y. It's it's funny because he's you know he's doing his whole cameo scam, and mm-hmm. I did consider like for our final thing like getting George Santos to like wish us a final episode of Rocket um, on Cameo, but I just can't give him money. I just can't do it. I'm sorry, you guys. Yeah. I love I love you both, but I, I just I can't I can't give uh, that man, um, money. Um, I, I would give Go for someone uh, many-
2: less controversial, like me, Marjorie Taylor green. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he refused to say that, uh, oh. was asking him like, which, uh, people in Congress are, uh, what was the word that was used? Not like uh, fellow liars, but he, he wouldn't say he wouldn't comment anything about her, but then he was like, yeah, Lindsey Graham, uh, yes.
1: scammer, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, Kevin like, McCarthy scammer. scammer. Yeah. Uh,
0: what I'm curious about is she does this like montage of a bunch of things that he says that they don't talk about, like uh, Hillary Clinton, um, a few other things, and I'm like, but hey, hang on a minute, it sounds like there's some interesting stuff that got left right. on the cutting room floor I was here. Say
1: release the full version, release the full tapes. Come on, come on, ZA, like, like genuinely, give us the full tapes. I, I'm, I'm with you on that, like.
2: Yeah. Just give me the raw feed. So I have a lot of thoughts of this. So first sure. of all, stylistically, I had not seen uh, ZOA's work before uh, in this context. A, looked amazing. B, mm-hmm. so crazy talented and funny but the see the reason this whole thing works is the editing because they made it like half a news show and she's like you know dressed up to look a little bit like a news anchor but her comedic timing is great and they're fact checking it as they go with little snarky transitions and captions at the bottom of it but it is it is a masterclass in in just uh, satire and nailing a politician. This is, it's honestly one of the best aggressive interviews I've ever seen, and it's yes. deadly effective. No, mm-hmm. she's
1: so good at it, and I think to your point, like it, like, it works because she's disarming, right? Like, it's a complete masterclass. And and I, I always liked her show on Showtime, unfortunately. No one watched it, and it was on Showtime but um but like I think that why this works so well is that she was able to disarm him because he thought that he was going in and was going to be getting one thing and nope. then she turned it on she was funny and she was charming and he liked her but she still asked him really hard questions and then did the edits that really made him look not great and really went after him in a way that I think that if that, Only that sort of approach really could have done it. Like, if you had gone at this with a straight news approach and a straight sort of, like, you know, hammering him with questions, he would not have answered and he would have kind of shut up and he wouldn't have implicated himself in some ways and, like, become clear who he was. But because she did it the way that she did it and he thought, oh, well, we're friends. She likes me. I can win her over. We can be whatever. Like, he Mm -hmm. completely, like, took his mind off the fact that, oh, no, she does not like you, dude, at all. And And this is... All going to be played for laughs at your expense, and and to just further the idea that you know that you uh, like the the editive icon, um was was really good, um so yeah I, I think absolute masterclass really really good work and um it's a shame that she doesn't have a, a an outlet like you think I like know. she to do somebody she- has
0: to pick her up. I mean, we, she has minutes, representation. Somebody 60 must. Sixty minutes should do it. Is what oh Alex my God, Cran God. said. That would be
1: wild. That's what Alex Cran said, and I honestly agree. I'm like, sixty minutes should make her a correspondent. Yeah,
0: her ability to like find the to to find the follow up question about a specific piece of phrasing is unmatched. She is so quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So can we give uh, – it pains me to do this, but can we – like, I didn't understand how George Santos got elected before I saw this, and I do now. Like, can we give some credit where credit is due? Like, just as a reality show figure, very entertaining. Oh, very, yeah. If politics
0: yeah. is a reality show, for sure, then Yeah, he 1,000%. Is, he's very well positioned to be this, like – outsider figure in the establishment like still conservative but like cracking some jokes and maybe a little more not palatable is the word but like because he can work this angle of like but I'm also gay so it's yeah. like I have this uh, but I'm not like the other gays
1: <laughs> right I'm, I'm uh, sad but, but I'm still it's sad. very nefarious totally? but no but he has he has charisma like I I I also like you um I, I don't know how much of that his the people in his um, district saw like maybe they saw the yeah, who's doing a lot of the TVs. I don't know. I, I didn't see any of that until he was elected. And then when you would see some of his interviews, I was like, OK, I, I, you know, he he's funny. But no, you're right. He has charisma. Um, but I, I, I'm i still shocked that he was elected, given all the other things. And and the fact that like everybody was like basically reading him f- for filth for being like a dirty liar and, and yeah. fabulous and all the other things and. And now, you know, alleged, uh, you know, um, embezzler and and tax cheat. Um, But like, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely entertaining. This is somebody who. Why did why did you want to be in Congress, George? Like you should have just been like a Fox News correspondent. You would have made a lot more money and had a lot more fame. I don't Here's know. Here's
0: the thing. He probably can be now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> Unfortunately. If he's, in jail, if he's not in jail. Yeah, true. I have to
0: say, like, I mean, I,
2: I, I do know a lot about the crimes he's being charged with and the violations and the errors he made with FEC reporting. I got to mm-hmm. tell y'all, it is – look, there – these rules are – very, 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 very complicated. And I write my lawyer constantly, and mistakes are occasionally made in good faith from people that are just trying their best. Okay. That is inevitable. That is normal. But what is happening, like the stuff he is allegedly, um, has allegedly been doing, is so over the top and mm. shows such and blatant. A, a, a blatant, a gargantuan just disregard for the for the the laws of basic reporting and compliance. Um, it is astonishing to me. So I guess, you know, on one hand, I'm watching this and part of my mind is going, you know, it's really too bad he's not a Democrat. Because we could turn him into a star, right, without all this problematic behavior, but then the the fundamental character issue would still be there, and it's not oh, a right yeah. versus left thing. You've got to he. he he genuinely feels like reckless he feels like he's above all this stuff like it's a game or a joke and there's something yeah, that's really not the kind of person we need on. in
0: politics on any yeah. side somebody who doesn't actually care about people and literally can't define the word empathy even though it well, has no. a definition
1: and, and there's there's something also I would say like that seems to be like pathologically wrong with him, right? Like I'm not trying to diagnose anyone with anything, but like there's something wrong with this guy. Like he a pathological yep. liar. He is an absolute narcissist. He's entertaining, to be very clear. Um, and I totally understand why people are like buying his cameos left, right, and center. I get it. I completely understand why like that would be a funny thing to get to somebody. I'm not judging anyone for doing that. I'm just saying that like I, I don't think I can do it. Um, uh, there are are, are worse. Slash better people, I would give my money to like Trisha Paytas, um, but <gasps> like I and I would I would I would give her money, but I I, I can't do it for him. Um, why? Because she's never run for Congress. If she runs for yeah. Congress, then I'll hold her to the same standards. Um, don't do it, Trisha. We, we Malibu Barbie does not need that for, for from her mother. She really doesn't. But um, but yeah, but there's something like wrong with him. Like for real, for real, to lie the way that he lies and to just be like like shamelessness. It's just, just it, well, and just insanity. And it also says a lot about, like, the, the level of partisanship in Congress that, like, you still had people who were, like, fighting for, not a lot, but people fighting to not expel him after all the charges. You're like, okay, this is now, that was, like, the third time that he was voted on for him to be expelled. Like, third time's the charm. Like, what the hell, guys? Like, because <laughs> the thing is, line that your mom died in 9-11, lying that your, you know, grandparents... um. Uh, were, we're, in the Holocaust lying that, um, you had employees in the Pulse nightclub shooting, um, all of that, that's, that's completely like ethical to, to stay a member of Congress. Um, like it's just, it, it's, but it's entertaining. And I'm glad that, that, um, this, this was at least like, if we had to have somebody give him time and, and skewer him correctly, I think this was the right venue uh, mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. The only venue. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's talk about what we are up to this week. Uh, Brianna, what are you up to?
2: Um, I'm trying to ramp up. You know, uh, Progressive Victory uh, is massively expanding, uh, which is exciting. Uh, but it is also why, uh, if I've been a little bit distracted on the show lately, uh, that is why. So um, it has been 60, 70-hour weeks for quite a long time now. And I'm actually taking next week off. So Heck yeah, um, I'm yeah. in D.C. Uh, right now I'm producing a project. Uh, that we will be announcing very, very soon. But after that, uh, what's up for me is flying home and uh, spending some time with my husband, cooking some Christmas dinner, finishing putting together my uh, Lego Lamborghini, and Yay. actually yeah. taking some time off. I, uh, You know what I asked Frank for Christmas this year? is a dumpster. So we can finally clean out the basement of our house, which has been filled with this junk for literally the entire time we've been married. So I really hope my Christmas dreams of a dumpster come true.
0: (laughs) That's incredibly exciting. What a what a very uh what a marker of adulthood to be like, I just want to throw things away, please. (laughs)
2: well to be fair i did get like three pinball machines this year so oh yeah you you gotta make space for those you gotta start your your home arcade
1: speakeasy (laughs) yeah and and you need to like be able to throw away any of the junk or other associated things that like could you have other pinball older parts or or other things yeah i hope you get the dumpster that's uh that's actually a really good gift um because i've definitely more than once like called 1-800-GET-JUNK or whatever to you know uh, uh rid of, of stuff for me but i think yeah if you've got enough stuff with that yeah running a dumpster and then just be having just calling the the the, the trash you know uh sanitation department whatever be like all right can you come pick up your dumpster now like that <laughs> sounds crazy to me. pinball speakeasy it's easy if
0: you come get the dumpster it's gonna be yeah that yeah is great. it will be
1: uh christina what are you up to well, I am, um, as of this recording, I'm no longer at work. Uh, I will be back in two weeks. Yay. And mm. uh, I'm going to be flying um, to Atlanta on Friday. And I'm going to be there for like a week and a day. I'll be back before New Year's. Um, and um, yeah, so that's that's what I'm doing. I'm like, actually, I'm like, I'm off. I'm off work because uh, we have the unlimited vacation scam. So I don't have to do the, uh, you know, normal dance that, that I used to have to do um, where I'd be like, oh, I've got a, how many hours do I have? um, that I have left that I have to, to use before the end of the year. Although Microsoft proper moved to the unlimited vacation scam as well. So, oh, um, hmm. uh, I mean, it, it is a scam, but it is what it is. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking advantage of that scam and being like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with work until, uh, like January 4th. Yep. That is oh, neat. And congratulations. Me
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh,
1: I I
0: totally lost my train of thought because I was thinking about the unlimited vacation scam that I also participate in. Um, I am in Washington this week. I start my unlimited vacation scam next week, basically, although I'm taking like, you know, I flew out yesterday, so I'm being a little fast and loose with my hours and I'm going skiing today with my brother. So nice. I'm really just looking forward to not like doing anything or talking to anyone and just lounging in my mom's house for like five days straight at least um i'm going to enjoy some solitude and some christmas cookies that's my plan for my big simone's big plans for the week wow oh, nice. yay all right if you are a boosty subscriber who gets an ad-free show and a bonus segment every week you are going to hear a bonus segment about the eu's new laws and how they are affecting Pornhub Xvideos, x videos strip chat and other porn sites that millions of you according to the EU use Um, if you want to learn more about how to access bonus segments like that like I said at the top of the show go to relay.fm slash membership Uh, it's a way to support not just this show for one more week but also other relay shows um, that cover similar topics that we do or even more niche and exciting ones like pens yes pens Um, uh, you can just move your subscription right on over to any one of those shows if you care to do so and it'd be really neat uh, cause this network has been a great home to us for almost nine years. Um, and they got a lot of good stuff going on and they'll continue to have a lot of good stuff going on. Um, okay. Yep. So that is our show this week. We'll see you in the bonus segment. This episode of rocket is terminated. Terminated. Terminated.